0: because I want you to have a profitable private practice.
1: My new book, Profit
0: First for Therapists is available at most online retailers. You can get it in paperback, audiobook, or ebook as well. Go check it out. Hi there, and welcome to Therapy for Your Money. In this new series, I am sharing some of the best of interviews I did for the live stream launch party of my new book, Profit First for Therapists. So during the party, I had a chance to meet with industry experts, some of my accounting team, and also practice owners whose lives have been transformed by using Profit First. During this series, you're going to get to hear the best of and all the highlights of the live stream launch party. In today's episode, I'm chatting with the team at Green Oak Accounting about their client success stories and some of their tips and tricks for implementing Profit First smoothly. Hello, hello. Okay. Um, before we go into some details of Profit First, I'm going to spend two minutes uh, going over some Profit First basics. Okay. So we have a lot of fun guests coming up, including this tea, this wonderful team at Green Oak, and I want to take take a step back and tell you some of the why of profit first. Um, So to me, the why is that every practice deserves to be profitable. Uh, I said that as we were starting, but profit first is a cash flow management system. It will help you make money in your practice and ensure that your practice is profitable, but really in the mental health industry, there's this narrative that you won't be able to make a good living being a therapist. And I see it over and over again with private practice owners, because this is the message that they receive, that you can't make any money. um, And they're putting everyone else first, their clients, their team, if they have one. And they're just the very last person on the list to consider. And I think that's a disservice to the industry um, because it makes people feel guilty about wanting to earn a living and wanting to be able to do normal things like pay off their student loans and go on vacation once in a while and honestly, it probably prevents people who would be amazing clinicians to even enter the industry. So when I say that every practice deserves to be profitable, I think of a lot of practice owners are taken aback by it. But I see it as you're able to take care of your practice of yourself. If you're able to take care of yourself as a practice owner, you're going to be able to do a better job at taking care of everyone else. If you put on your oxygen mask first, like if you were on an airplane, you will be able to help others. Um, And obviously I go into this why a lot more in the book, but I wanted to give you an overview of some of the just very, very basics of profit first um, so that it makes sense when I, as I continue to interview people uh, in the live stream launch party. So profit first takes the accounting equation and turns it upside down. Uh, If you have ever seen the accounting equation on the left, which is the equation in your profit and loss, and if you're a business owner, I hope you've seen a profit and loss at some point but that equation is income minus expenses equals profit. Profit is what is left over at the end. So profit first turns that accounting equation upside down to income minus profit equals expenses. Uh, And so when, when we're taking out the profit first, then we're going to have a smaller amount of money left at the end, and that is what we're going to use for expenses. So we're going to carve out some profit right up front, to make sure that we always have enough money for profit. And then we're naturally going to have a smaller amount for expenses. So without further ado, let's bring on the team at Green Oak Accounting. Let's see, they're coming right in. Here's Kelly and Carolyn and Misty. Hello, wonderful Hello. ladies. How are you? Good to, good to have you. You're excited so good to be here. Okay, so we're going to uh, move quickly. What is one of the big success stories that you have seen uh, with Profit First? So uh, who wants to start first? I can start. Um, so it. I
2: think for me, I one of the stories that comes to the top of my mind is I have a client who's been doing Profit First for maybe a year and a half or so, and she's insurance based, and our favorite month, January, came around, and insurance providers were just super delayed, like on payments. And it it got really scary because we were not receiving the revenue that our team was working for, which means like we have to pay them, but we are getting paid. And so we finally kind of crunched numbers and realized that we actually had enough of a buffer in the payroll account and pulled a little bit from emergency savings and were able to make it through January. And just the feeling that my client had after that of like, just so relieved and felt so secure in that, that to me was a huge success
0: story. Yeah, what what a relief! I imagine that would that yeah. would be right. Um, all right, how about how about you, Misty?
3: I feel like it's the same when you are already in the habit of saving, and then you have that money there, so you don't have to feel like you're scrambling. And I'll use like a tax situation where mm-hmm. there was a very large tax bill, and the money was there for that client. So they didn't have to worry and feel like, oh my goodness, how am I going to pay this bill? So that was, that would be my experience with it.
1: Yeah, how about you, Carolyn? Um, My story, uh, I'm recalling a client who uh, needed to pay down credit card debt. Um, They uh, had been uh, using Profit First System before, was, you know, charging the credit card, paying it off through her OpEx account, no problem. But then during a growth phase in the business, the credit card debt accumulated the way it does sometimes. And she got to the point that she wasn't able to pay the entire bill with the amount she was currently allocating. And then it just became like a real mindset. It was, it was very confusing. How much should I pay? How much can I afford to pay? So profit first helped her first. We started with just pay exactly what she charged that period. And then she did have to reduce, Um, her profit allocation, she had to take profit at one little percent and say, okay, now my, my goal every month is I pay exactly what I charged plus this 1% that is helping me pay down the debt that I accumulated. And then, uh, you know, she's well on the way. And eventually that'll be down to zero. She'll be back to her normal uh, uh, process. And that extra percent gets to go to expansion or emergency fund or back to profit.
0: Yeah. And what a relief to be able to like, just tweak a little bit, a little something and make it work again. Um, okay. So Kara, let's, let's say Kelly, what are some of the drivers to success? Like when you're implementing profit first with a client, what are some of the things that you know are going to help make them successful? Yeah. I I have a few that come to
2: the top of my mind. So the first one is pretty general, but having an understanding of what profit first is and what, what you're doing before you actually start, I think is super helpful. So it's reading the book or doing some type of mini course or some, just understanding the point of what you're doing and why you're doing it. I think is really important. Um, next up is more of a logistical thing, but I think opening the actual bank accounts yeah. is actually really helpful. I know people try to do it on a spreadsheet and it, it does work for some people, but I just think the mindset you have when it's all separate in separate bank accounts is actually huge. Um, The other one is staying on a schedule, picking your schedule, whatever schedule that may be. If you start weekly, biweekly on the 10th and 25th, whatever it may be, just try and stick to that um, and not get all willy nilly with your transfers. Um, And then finally, I would say identifying an issue, which Profit First can help you with that. Right. If you realize like, oh, my payroll account is getting really low. What's going on? So you've identified that there's an issue, but then secondary fixing that issue, right? Not just changing Mm -hmm. your percentages, but digging in and understanding why and fixing it in order to kind of
0: maintain that profitability. So that's what I've seen. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, Okay. Carolyn, what is one of the challenges you've seen practice owners face while implementing profit first?
1: Um, In my experience, I i see business owners who are dreamers and have big goals and sometimes they want to achieve all of those dreams and goals all at once and it can be a challenge to put off some of those goals until the cash is there to really face the cash uh as it is today not as you think it will be in the future I'm thinking of a client who you know, wanted to uh, travel for conferences and networking and the education they were receiving. They wanted to grow uh, higher more. Uh, and they also wanted to increase the amount they were taking home for their family. Uh, we reverse engineered the number of sessions to, to figure out what it would take. Um, and you know, it, it, the fact was the, the practice didn't have those number of sessions yet. Their schedule wasn't full. It was hard to realize that the, the money coming in wasn't enough to support all three of those goals at once. And they had to prioritize. So this pri- uh, owner decided to prioritize their owner's pay. They wanted to bring home what their family needed. Yeah. Very valid also, right? Like, yeah. like It's absolutely valid to do that. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. <laughs> Um, But it was tough for them to realize that in order to prioritize that, that means I can't travel for this conference this year. I need to wait. I'll travel next year. I can't hire today either. I need to start saving a little bit into an expansion fund, into a growth fund um, because what's important to me first is supporting my family.
0: Yeah. All right. Misty, one more question for you. Uh, What is the most rewarding part of implementing Profit First with your clients?
3: I feel the the most rewarding part is being able to see what's in all of your accounts. Your accounts are designated for certain, um, you know, for payroll. They're designated for operating expenses. So you can see your balances and know what you have or have not or don't have to spend. And that you're, you know, you're paying yourself. You're sitting Uh, aside money for you, and you're not just paying everybody else paying payroll, you're rewarding yourself.
0: Yeah. So like, that's just so such an important piece of the whole equation. And I feel like sometimes we have to convince our clients that they deserve to get paid for the work that they they do. Not all clients, but some clients, sometimes we have Mm -hmm. to do that. All right, thank you to the wonderful team at Green Oak Accounting. I'm so glad that you were able to join the launch party today. And I'm so, so grateful for the work that you do at Green Oak. Uh, we are going to be right back after this very short break with practice owners that share their story in the book. So stay right where you are. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.